How's it going, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Bronx Attorney Broadcast. Today, I talk about networking with Aaron Fine. Aaron Fine is a personal injury attorney at Edelman, Crayson, and Jay. And for personal injury attorneys, the reason why networking is so important is because you have to build your own book of business or a firm within a firm, as Aaron puts it, so you can continue to you know, earn more money as you progress through your career. Uh, it's a little bit different from some other areas of, of practice where you don't have to bring in your own clients as much. So you know, it's really important to us, and I think that this is something that can also you know, translate across practice groups, you know, uh, real estate attorneys, estate planning attorneys, they're always looking for new, new clients as well. So, you know, here's the episode with Aaron about networking. Hey, Aaron, how's it going today? Thanks for taking the time to, uh, to chat with me tonight. Yeah, my pleasure. Happy to be here. Talk to you as always. Yeah, and I'm I'm typically underdressed, but today I had court, so I'm actually in a suit like everybody else is. All right. I mean, I'm always on court. You never know. Sometimes these judges call, gotta show up. And now now they got now they got Zoom so they can get you when you're not ready for it too. You gotta keep an, a jacket at the office. Has that happened to you? That's happened to me twice in the last month. <laughs> Every once in a while. I saw so it's that I, I forgot and then I have to you know, put the tie and the jacket on. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? What, what firm do you work at? Um, where are you from? Give us your, your name and your a quick little bio. Sure. Aaron Fine went to St. John's as you know, Will. Go Johnny's. Uh, work for Elman, Krasin and Jay, personal injury firm, uh, offices in Westbury. We have offices in uh, the Bronx, uh, out East, somewhere in Suffolk. Um, but we handle cases all over New York, New Jersey, um, any type of PI case, we handle it. Med mal, uh, mm-hmm. labor law, trip and fall, slip and fall, whatever you need. And and you started there straight after law school, right? Yeah, I actually uh, interned here as a 2L. I clerked here as a 2L um, and never left. Okay. So they must have they must have been good to you when you were an intern so that you didn't run away and, and go somewhere else, go to the defense side. Well... It's a funny story. I always told myself I would never want to do PI, uh, uh-huh. the whole uh, ambulance chasing and whatnot. Um, I applied to this firm uh, as a you know law student looking for a summer job. I was really looking for some litigation experience, and I knew PI, uh, you know, very heavily lit- in litigation, as you know. Mm-hmm. I just want to be a trial attorney, but I didn't care which you know area. But I knew not PI, but just okay. want to uh, get my you know get some experience. So um, I interviewed, they told me here that uh, I'd be doing motions and uh, going to court, all that great stuff that I wanted to do. Um, And then once I started working, it's like, wow, people actually got hurt. Um, And I never left, really liked it here. Okay. And so what I wanted to talk about today is, you know, I think that you had a similar introduction when you, when you started working. Um, But I know for me, it was, you know, the initial, salary offer and the personal injury plaintiff side is is a little bit lower than you know some other areas but what happens is you know the the firm will say you you have the ability to kind of control your own destiny and you know you'll you'll make more money when you bring in your own your own work you know and i remember for myself sitting there and thinking to myself well that that's great and i would love to make more money but I don't know the first thing about 
how to build a book of business, where to find clients, you know, yeah, you, you, you're not you're not gonna go hang out at the hospital and with your cards, right? You gotta, you know, find a way to to build this business. Is that something that that your experience, you know, interviewing and getting the offer as well? Absolutely. So I knew that I wanted to work here for the environment, for the type of work. But of course, none of us work for free, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. So especially out on Long Island, you know, it's it's not what we thought going into law school. I think any lawyer <laughs> knew, you know, knew what actually being a lawyer was like before going to law school to begin with. Um, you know, it's not making three hundred thousand out of school. But um, I do recall sitting in one of the attorney's offices uh, while trying to make my decision, who happens to not be here anymore because he went out and started his own firm. Okay. That's kind of what I guess we're going to talk about. And he just told me that uh, you know it's. You know, the benefit of having a firm within a firm, mm-hmm. which is what we have here. Um, you know, I I handle cases for the firm, but I also, you know, for my, they don't turn me down. If I have a case, somebody comes to me, sounds why not? We go for it. Um, and with that, you know, you really put in what you get. Um, excuse me, you get what you put in, I should right. say. Um, you know, it's about effort and, and uh, you know, I'm not here until midnight working, but networking is a big part of it. And, uh, you know, I've had those same thoughts. I remember sitting in that office thinking to myself, like you said, oh, that's so nice that you're very successful, but <laughs> that's you. Who's right, right. Say, how could, you know, how do you know that's going to be me? Uh, and he just said, uh, don't worry, it will. And things that just naturally happen put me on this path um, on how to do that. And hopefully one day, uh, you know, I'll be giving the same advice to someone else. Yeah. And and another thing is, I feel like when you're in law school, you're thinking about that midtown Manhattan office where you're on the, you know, 70th floor. And now, you know, you're sitting in, in where in Nassau County? In Westbury. And you're in Westbury and I'm on City Island. So that didn't really, that didn't really turn out like the, uh, like, like it was uh, expected to, but I think it's, I think it's going well for both of us. Right. I would say what's really cool is that straight out of law school, before I was even admitted, I had an office. I wasn't in a cubicle. I, was, I had an office. Um, three months after being admitted, I was trying a case. So, oh, wow. you know, yeah. So th- these are things that, you know, our industry, PI, we're so litigious that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it really um, allows for stuff like that. And uh, especially with my firm, you know, they were always encouraging bringing in the business is always a big part of it. Um, you know, I really feel like, there, there are two types of people when it comes to networking. There are those who are just born that they can do it. Per, a schmoozer. You know, a schmoozer, exactly. And there are those who need to be pushed. And honestly, I was one of those that needed to be pushed. I was pushed into a networking group. That was what I had to hear from day one. And I really think that's kind of where it has to start. So when you say you were pushed into a networking group, what do you, what do you mean by that? Every attorney in my office is part of a networking group, whether it's BNI or I'm part of IBO. It's essentially a, you know, a greater uh, business networking organization where it's basic IBO, for example, stands for interchange business organization, where there are different local chapters for different towns. So I'm part of the Baldwin chapter slash Rockville Center chapter, uh, known as Alliance that of IBO. And essentially it's each mini chapter 
uh, has a weekly meeting, has a weekly group, and each group can only have one individual from each profession. Mm -hmm. So one personal injury attorney, one real estate attorney, one finance, you know, advisor. And from that internally, you know, we're supposed to be re referring if I need know someone who needs a real estate attorney. Right. Send it over to my real estate attorney, my group, and vice versa. And from there, it starts. And then you meet people through that, not just even referring, but connectors, connections and, and whatnot. And, uh, you know, it just grows out from there. So that's really where I was always told I needed to start. And from day one, I've been told I need to, you know, my boss is, when are you in the group? When you, when's your meeting? What's the name mm -hmm. of your group? Where's your group mm -hmm. meeting? So, I, and I, how did you, how did you find this IBO chapter? So again, one, one of the uh, members of my firm, who former members who I was talking about before, who started his own firm, uh, he was part of IBO. And he just told me to just go go on the website. Anyone could do it. Um, okay. And uh, you just search through the different chapters, see if there are any uh, um, local chapters or wherever, wherever you're willing to travel. It's a once a, once a week meeting um, that needs someone in your industry. So uh, happens to be Rockville Center was... 10 minutes from my house, which was great, especially mm -hmm. with a 7.30 a.m. Uh, right, breakfast right. Uh, meeting. Uh -huh. um, we needed a PI attorney. So I reached out to the president at the time. We spoke, did a bit of an interview. I visited, saw that it, it uh, worked out. Um, and I know there are people who, they're always looking for people to start chapters as well. So, um, you know, if you want to be that PI attorney in chapter in, in your local um, area that doesn't have one, there you go. And uh, um, IBO, the the I guess guy runs it. Tom Gibson, he'll always help you um, mm -hmm. try to try to connect you with people to start a group. And so he runs the all the whole IBO. It's is that is that like a company that he owns or? Right. So okay. I guess he owns it. Uh, and uh, I don't know how many chapters are. Um, this isn't necessarily <laughs> an IBO, you know, commercial, but it, it's mm -hmm. what works for me. So B and I okay. is also very similar. Uh, I, I know a lot of attorneys do that as well. Um, yeah, runs broader uh, IBO uh, events for all the chapters to go to. Um, so have you up. have you found success in that in in getting referred cases? Yeah, I would say most of my cases have have originated from my IBO group, mm -hmm. maybe not necessarily a direct, here's a referral, although I have a lot of those, but also a connection to somebody who would refer me uh, a case. So uh, a lot from that. Um, and is it like know, the other professionals, like clients that had something happen that they couldn't handle, or it's like their family member or friend, or it could be anything? Right, exactly. And, and that, that's the nature of what we do. Uh, especially, and I, I mention this all the time during my meetings is that, you know, it's not as simple as, hey, everybody, everyone needs an account, but mm. we not everybody needs a personal injury attorney. But right. we just kind of, you know, it, it's happenstance. It's right. accidents, right? If and when it happens, you know. Call me. Right. right exactly. Right. That's that. That being said, you know, you never know who know who knows people. There's also good connections to be made with mm -hmm. whether it's with a physical therapist or a chiropractor or a workers' compensation attorney, someone who, other attorneys really who don't do what we do, uh, and refer refer to us. You know, it's all about meeting people. That's what you need to do. And so, what what do you do at these meetings? Actually, you go there at seven thirty. You sit around a table. You have bagels, and and what what do you do? Yeah, so we go around, um, give the same elevator speech week to week. 
you know, what we do, who, what we're looking for. Hopefully, you know, if you have a good story to tell that happened over the week, um, you know, think if there's some member of the group that gave you a referral, you thank them. And uh, once a week, normally uh, one of the members gives some kind of spotlight of what they do. Um, talk about certain part of their industry that you want to talk about. I talk about no-fault law all the time, how it's really important to get uh, UM coverage. Mm -hmm, so many clients call up and complain about the coverage, but you know, you got to pay up for it. Right. Um, so, and so for people who don't know, you know, I know that's not what we were intending to talk about today, but because it came up, the underinsured motorist coverage is when you on your vehicle, you pay, you know, to have a certain policy if you rear end somebody and injure them. But the UM is for if you're injured by somebody else and they have no insurance, right? Right. And I think that also goes into the networking part of it as well, is that there are things that we know that a lot of people don't know. Mm -hmm. And many times I talk about the UM topic, it's always something new to somebody. Right. You know, from what you and I do, it's an everyday thing, mm -hmm. but it's not for so many people. And uh, that's part of networking too, just showing your knowledge and standing out when you're amongst other professionals as well. So what, like, did you, did you have a meeting this, this week yet? We usually meet on Wednesday morning. So not this, not yet, not, not what's yet. Your, what's your pitch going to be on Wednesday or your, your elevator speech? Well, this time of year, you know, I like to give the whole, uh, it's icy out, you know, mm -hmm. watch how you drive and, and all that and that spiel, but uh, I haven't had much snow. So, uh, I gotta think about it. We'll, we'll okay. See. Not only where you drive, but where you step too, because you know, especially in the New York City area, people do a really terrible job of cleaning off ice and snow. It's like they do the bare minimum, and and then you see also where you have the uh, six inch wide kind of path to walk down in front of some places. Right, and even more so in Nassau County, where we have all these. You know, the prior written notice laws are so much stricter than in New York City. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but that's another topic. Right. Yeah. Too many branches off from the uh, the main topic for today. Um, so do you remember what the first case you had referred to you was? I do. Do you remember how you got it? It was from my networking group. Okay. And what happened? Somebody just called you up and was like, hey. Yeah. Uh, he called me up, um, told me that his girlfriend... Uh, was injured in a diner, uh, fell off one of those raised steps that didn't say watch your step, mm -hmm. uh, blended in with the floor below, and uh, broke her shoulder. That oh, was my wow. First so that's yeah. a pretty severe injury. So she was just walking. She didn't even know there was a step there. And then all of a sudden, she plunged downward. Right. And uh, our expert went in there, showed that the step itself was way too close to the booth as well. So mm -hmm. there wasn't even room to, to get up, take a step, and then walk down the step. It was almost like you take a step straight out of the booth. There's a step there. Nothing says, like I said, no watch your step. Um, nothing to differentiate the step from the floor below. So, uh, yeah, that was my first case that I got. Yes, I think that, you know, I, I was pretty apprehensive of these networking groups. A lot of times I go and it's like, it's like a real estate agent, a mortgage broker, an insurance guy. And it seems like they're all just trying to do like deals together. And I'm like, where do I fit in here? Um, but more and more, it seems like people are having some good experiences. And now I'm like, I, I definitely got to sign up for one. Um, and what I, what I first did was I, I just, I started with like giveaways. So I, I made like 500 keychains with my phone number on it. And I just had to say like, Will Ferrero injury attorney and my phone number. 
and some kid I went to high school with that I didn't really like, we were friendly, but we weren't like friends. Like I didn't like have his phone number or anything. I gave him one randomly when I saw him out and he called me like two months later and he was like, Oh, I met a guy. He needs an attorney. And that was my first referral. And I was like, I was like shocked that it, it worked so easily. Like I, I, like I, I, you know, you just gotta like, it's almost like you just gotta get it out there that here's what I do. And then people will, find you right is that are you having that experience too yeah exactly and that's uh what that attorney told me way back when was that he got his first case was forgot exactly who you know what happened but that case turned into his brother it turned into his nephew it turned into his cousin and mm -hmm. next thing you know it all branches out so you know the keychains and everything you know that's fine but really at the end of the day it's it's kind of who you know and right um, right you know, once you find that one person, you never know where it could go. You never like, know. You're saying one person could could turn it could snowball and turn into you know that person ends up being like the uh, go to person in their community, and everyone's going to them and saying, you know, I need a personal injury attorney, and they know you. Exactly. It's it's kind of like a like a family tree or referral type of situation. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. It's endless branching out. Um, I've, I have a couple of those where I call quote unquote, my second generation referrals. Okay. Um, so I like these, these, these terms you're throwing out firm within a firm, second generation referral. The second one's a trademark. The first one I've been told, but the second one, second that's generation, yours? that's mine. I made that. Okay. All right. So I'll have to, I'll have to let everybody know if I use it, it's from you. So, you know, you, you mentioned that you, you had a trial right away when when you first got admitted when how was that experience was that did that reaffirm your desire to be a litigator or did you have a different experience yeah it's um first of all of course it was terrifying mm -hmm. um, it was a ex it was an expedited jury trial in nassau county so it was a one-day trial no doctors no experts um so the pressure is quote unquote less, although it's not, you know, mm -hmm, right. still a real trial. And were you the um, first seat on it or were you a second seat on it? It was just me. Just wow. Me. That's, they must've had some trust in you to really just throw you out there. Trust in me. Didn't care about the case. Of course, no, we care about all our cases, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was terrifying um, leading up to it. But of course that fear is what, helps you prepare for it. And mm -hmm. then once you do it, it's it's just so much fun. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Well, if you do well, it's fun. Well. It's less fun if you don't if you don't do well. It is true. I mean, I lost because I was, you know, it was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, we talked about earlier about going to law school and not really knowing what being a lawyer is. Right. You know, that's all you know going before law school from all the TV shows and uh, movies, mm -hmm, being mm -hmm. people in court. So finally, that was cool. That was, you know, doing that. Uh, that right, was really right. cool. Yeah, it's funny because I've, you know, right before law school and during law school, a lot of people told me this is what being an attorney is. And they all had a different, completely different perception of what being an attorney was. And they're all like, get used to it because this is what being an attorney is like. And then the next job would be, completely different right and you know what i was thinking about it the other day joint you correct me if i'm wrong but i don't recall one class being offering on networking or 
you know, business and anything like that in law school? I, I don't, I am not aware of any, um, I, I do have one of my friends who was on an earlier uh, episode of the podcast, Nick Patrick did have a like small firm management class at his school. And I was like, that's incredible. I would have loved to, although I don't know if I, I would have had my same mindset back then, but it would have been an interesting, uh, an interesting class to take. This episode of the Bronx Attorney Broadcast was brought to you by me, Will Ferrero. Uh, I'm an attorney in prior law right here in the Bronx, and we primarily practice in personal injury. However, we do also do a, a variety of areas of practice. So I can help you with just about any sort of legal issue that you might have. I'm admitted to practice both in New York and New Jersey. And if it's not something that I can personally help you with, I can connect you with someone in my network of attorneys who is best equipped to help you with your legal issue. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Bronx Attorney. You can send me an email, Ferrero at Prior Law, or call me at the office, 718-829-0222. And now back to the show. Yeah, for sure. But uh, at the end of the day, you got to think about everything as a networking opportunity. Hasn't happened to me, but you know, you hear stories about winning a big trial and, and, you know, the, your adversary coming over to you, Hey, you did a good job. We should talk. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, everything's a networking opportunity. So. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you should pitch that class to St. John's and you could teach it at night networking and, uh, you know, firm within a firm management with Aaron Fine. Sure. And, uh, you know, tuition will just be contingent on (laughs) our students graduating. Yeah. Why not? That's not a bad idea. All right. Well, you'll have to pitch it. Um, so had have, have you get cases also from places other where other places than just the networking group or is it pretty much exclusively the group? No, friends, you know, it things happen. That's that's just life. So I know I have a, I have a really good friend. Unfortunately, got into a car accident uh, handling his case, his mom's case, and then he know somebody who got into a car accident. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think about it all the time, thinking about that conversation I had with, you know, the attorney who, um, you know, I guess mentored me, mm-hmm. um, you know, thinking to myself, who do I know? Like, how am I going to, how am I going to grow? Where's my, where are my referrals going to come from? And you never, you don't know who you know until mm-hmm. it, it happens. And right. uh, so friends, um, you know, just just meet people. You you just never know. Uber drivers, it's awkward, but talk to just, every just single. Passing out your card everywhere you go. Well, not all the time. You gotta, you know, sometimes you really, gotta really? fill it out. But uh, you know, it's awkward. But yeah, uh, pass out your cards. Really, just you never know. You never, you really just never know. And so I've I've heard people say who are personal injury attorneys, they'll they'll say that you know, oh, a friend was in an accident and they hired somebody else because they didn't know that we do personal injury. So how do you make sure that, you know, everybody knows your, like everybody in your your family, your friends, they know that you're an attorney. How do you make sure that they know that you're a personal injury attorney who, you know, can take on all these cases and will go to trial and will do all these things? That's a good question. So I hate to say it, but a lot of it's just humor. You know, I'll mm-hmm. make a joke about something god forbid happening oh you should have called me or something like that yeah, yeah. oh why well because i do personal injury i handle accidents and that kind of starts the conversation because a lot of people 
everybody I would say knows a lawyer. Right. But not everyone knows a personal injury lawyer because mm-hmm. there there is that stigma of you know don't walk around and say I'm a personal injury lawyer and it's a shame because we really do a lot of you know we do good work for people who need it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know just you got to look for opportunities and volunteer it sometimes. Yeah, and and you say that, and I don't, I I think that a lot of people don't realize how severe a injury has to be in order to recover from it. You know, the people do get hurt all the time and never see a dollar because you know it's not it's not worth it to take that case to trial. It'll get dismissed, um, and there are like you know it, there is a pretty serious threshold to recover a substantial amount here. Right, and to show that kind of, that extreme as well, uh, my friend. Uh, who was involved in that car accident, he was offered the day after his accident, he was offered $500 from Progressive. And he thought about taking it. Wow, it's $500. Mm-hmm. And often your pain, you don't really feel it until right. the next day or so. Um, I told him, you know, just hang, you know, don't don't rush the $500. This case is mm-hmm. worth upwards of $100,000 at this oh, point. Oh, really? That much? Right. And the insurance companies know that. You know, right. they know that, you, you know, for a lot of people, $500 is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And all I did was get into a car accident. You know, my neck hurts a little bit. It's not not big deal. I don't like lawyers. I don't like lawsuits. Well, that's why we're around. And then, yeah. And then, you know, next thing you know, it's you get an MRI and you need the, you know, some sort of surgery or, or injections or something like that. Right. And it, it's worth a lot more than $500, all that pain and suffering you're having. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, back to, so what I do to make sure everybody knows that I'm a personal injury attorney is like, I kind of almost take it to the point of being like corny about it. Right. Like I'll, I'll see somebody and I'll have like my t-shirts in my trunk and I'll be like, you want a Will Ferrero injury attorney t-shirt? And they're like, you have t-shirts? And I'm like, of course I have t-shirts. And like, you know, they got UFOs on them. And, you know, I just did it because I think that it's cool. And for six bucks, I'm giving somebody a t-shirt. They're not going to forget that I do personal injury because they got a t-shirt in their drawer that says it on it. So, you know, that's, that's what's been working for me so far. Exactly. Uh, I think that's great because I think get asked, I'm sure you get the same, the follow-up when I, when people find out I do a personal injury, Oh, what's your commercial? What's your billboard? What's Mm -hmm. your jingle? Mm -hmm. You know, they expect stick like that. They expect, you know, you know, something like that. So. Or they compare you to like one of the, one of the big guys. Right. Like, oh, you're going to take down so-and-so or are you so-and-so? And And it's like, no, it's not. It's in the same, uh, you know, same ballpark. It works. You know, Morgan & Morgan's a big player out here. Their their catchphrase is size matters. They know what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. You got got more more trials on the horizon? I do. I have one on the 18th, a car accident case. Uh, Then I have one on the 25th. And then I have one on February 5th. So pretty busy. Okay. And then when you, when you win those, you got to post some, some nice graphics. Everybody knows how good you are. All right. And that'll, that'll, that'll keep people coming. They're like, Oh wow. Look at Aaron. He just won this uh, crazy verdict. Well, that's part of it as well. Uh, You know, Facebook groups are also, uh, you know, got to get in those. Uh, There are a lot of business Facebook groups. Um, you know, of course you get into one of these, I'm in what, what's called Long Island business and communities run by a buddy of mine who's actually in my local IBO network group. Interesting. Um, and of course I'm not the only PI attorney in the group. It also helps to know the admin, but you know, mm-hmm. that's where you post stuff like that about verdicts, 
um, you know, big wins, motion wins, anything like that. Mm -hmm. And if you have other people in the group to prop you up as well, uh, you know, that's a very helpful. So really, you just got to expand your outreach because yeah. I wasn't even aware that they had Facebook groups like that. Yeah. Every town has one, um, you know, every type of whatever you could think of subgroup has a Facebook group. Is it like, is it like a geared towards networking or is it just like the Westbury neighbors group or something like that? Both. There's, there's the networking Facebook groups there where you could post about networking um, events where you could post about your, about your firm, you could post about your business, whatever it is. And then, like you said, you know, the Westbury moms, obviously I'm not part of that, mm -hmm. but you know, or, you know, Westbury dads, or, um, you know, I'm from West Hempstead, the West Hempstead Jewish community page, things okay. like that. I got actually got a case from there. Really? Yeah. And so you're just, you're just posting in this group or you're waiting until somebody, you know, uh, asks for somebody or what are you doing yeah so that's actually a good point because there's really two ways of getting a case there's really there's there's a passive approach and there's an active approach the active approach is going to the networking meetings going to the networking events and then there's the passive approach like i said of knowing someone who knows somebody mm -hmm. um just being a part of these facebook groups where somebody posts hey i just happened to get hit by a car while crossing the street anyone know who i could call to and it's not even necessarily about looking for a lawyer. Um, you know, I need a good doctor to refer right, me to. Right. So, hey, by the way, you who's going to pay for your bills? You have anyone help you out with no fault? What's no fault? That's what starts the conversation. So, uh, mm -hmm. that's that's a really great. You know, passive approach to networking. And I think there's a value in knowing good doctors too, right? Because if you're working with with doctors all the time, you'll know. You know, this guy has a really great facility, and it's you know. And then this other person, you know, it's not so nice over there. So maybe you want to choose, you know, option number A or letter A rather. Um, I'm finding people will, will, will like ask me questions about that, knowing that they don't have a case, but they're like, which, who do you like in this area? Right, exactly. And it also builds trust as well, because, you know, a lot of people aren't thinking lawsuit after a car accident. They're thinking about their health, which mm -hmm. is absolutely the right approach. Uh, and if they ask you for help with that, you want to give them the best help because at the end of the day, if they choose to bring a lawsuit, they want to use you. Mm -hmm. uh, you want them to want to use you. So, you know, knowing doctors who can, who know what they're doing um, in terms of treating these type of injuries, um, you know, a herniation for a 20 year old is completely different than a herniation for a 60 year old. Right. Um, and right. doctors who understand that you build those through doing what we do. Um, knowing who's good and, you know, who knows what they're doing. Yeah, And you also show that you're uh, like a valuable source of information and, and a trustworthy source of information. Like, you know, oh, I went to that person and they were, they were really good. Thank you for, you know, letting me know. And then, you know, the next time when something happens, they come back to you because they, now they trust, right. you know, your, your referrals. Right. Uh, and I'll tell you why every, all of these networking groups want a, a personal injury attorney. It's because we touch you know, we have clients from every end of the spectrum mm -hmm. and everybody needs a financial advisor. Everybody's going to sell their home at some point. Right, right. Everybody's going to need a dentist. Everybody needs an accountant. We are exposed to so many people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that people, you know, that these networking groups want us. And if they want us, they need to earn us and they need right. to earn us by giving us business as well.
So it works. And, and getting injured isn't something that exclusively happens to one, you know, gender or race or uh, socioeconomic group. It, it could it could happen to anybody, you know, exactly. at, the, at the drop of a hat. Exactly, which is why you just need to meet people, give out your cards, and it's awkward. I know. Talk to your Uber drivers. You never know. Worst case, you never hear from these people ever again. They take your card, they throw it in the garbage. You never know. All you need is that one big case, right? Yep. Yep. I, I got a call one time from an Uber driver, but it was like something completely crazy that, you know, you know, you get those, uh, they want you to take on a case that doesn't make any sense or something like that. And you got to explain oh, to them. Yeah. My, the, my craziest call, also from an Uber driver, he got hit by a stray bullet what? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> wants to find the guy who shot him for negligence. Oh my God. I mean, I mean, that would, that, um, that person I, probably was negligent. Right. And and then I had to explain the likelihood of first on of first catching the guy. Right. Second of all, that person having any type of assets any to go after. Yeah. But, you typically don't get an insurance policy for uh, no. negligent gun usage. <laughs> but uh, thankfully that individual never followed up with me. So I never had to to have that problem. Right, but, right. Are there other are there any other avenues of uh networking that you that you do that we haven't really touched on yet? Sure. So talk a little bit about the networking events. You know, all bar association events, things like that. You know, every every subgroup of every whatever you could think of has a bar association. Mm -hmm. Um like I said, IBO has multiple of these broader uh, networking events throughout the year, which are fine. Um, the problem is, is that even talking about IBO um, or BNI for these broader networking groups is that now you got all the local ones and I'm one of a hundred PI mm -hmm. attorneys at these things. I'm one of a hundred attorneys, you know, at the, at the, you know, NASA bar association, you know, events, whatever they are. So, you know, they're good. You know, it's always good to meet people. Like I said, but if you're going to go that route, stand out. I mean, mm -hmm. I went to the last two years, I went to the Columbia, the Colombian Association, uh, big barbecue the last two years. So that's the Italian American Bar Association, essentially. Uh, okay. Yeah. Very Catholic. Mm -hmm. So the first year <laughs> I went, I was telling people I could filter the fish out of water. Um, oh, geez. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's what I was doing. I was you know, making, you know, dumb Jewish puns and whatever that yeah, yeah. maybe somebody said to me would have insulted me, but whatever, mm -hmm. got to stick out. But the next year, everyone remembered me as the Jew from last year. <laughs> so, if you're going to these things, you want to stand out. Right. That's good advice. Is there any um, networking avenues you're going to go down that you haven't, you haven't done yet? Because after having this conversation, I'm definitely signing up for one of these networking groups. And, you know, even if I got to get, myself out of bed at uh, six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, uh, I would definitely tell you, it's just, it's once a week. Um, you know, you could find groups that will let you join other groups as well, that you're not just beholden to one group. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like I said, it's, you know, it's all random anyways. You know, mm -hmm. if you're going to wait for somebody, you know, to know someone who got hurt, that's one thing, but it just helps you meet people in terms of other, other ways to do it. Um, you know, like I said, every opportunity, everything you do is a networking opportunity. Um, you know, I do talk to my adversaries after a trial. Um, 
you know, especially with defense attorneys, you never know, you know, something comes across their desk. They don't, they do defense. They don't do plaintiff. Maybe they'll send right. something over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, those are really like the main things. You just, you really, other attorneys, they're our best referral source, mm-hmm. you know, Very true. that, and that's really what it is. You just got to get out there. You got to meet people, but you got to be out there and meet people in the right circumstances. Like I said, you want to be, you want to be one fish in a giant ocean of, 100,000 PI attorneys at, you know, the plaintiff's bar event. Um, but uh, but also, whenever you see people, uh, whenever you meet someone else, someone new, do not be shy. Brag about yourself. Mm-hmm. I bragged about going to the court, about filing a, an appeal with the Court of Appeals the other day. Okay. You know, I was actually at my networking um, breakfast. It was last Wednesday. And we're talking about certain things, new things that are going on. Mm-hmm. I said, I filed a court of appeals brief and I'm going to argue it in a couple of months, hopefully. And I turned to the divorce attorney at the table. I said, have you ever done that? Ah. Twice my age. No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I turned to the estate law attorney. Have you ever done that? No, I haven't. Now everyone's yeah. like, wow. I've been to the court of appeals. I, I was second seat though. I didn't say anything, but I was, I was there. I was physically in that court. <laughs> well, you were on that team. So you, so you argued at the court of appeals. There you go. You know, I, like I said, that I said at the breakfast, you know, that's that's so cool, right? That's so cool that you did that. That's so cool that I'm going to do that. But what's it worth if you're just patting yourself on the back? Like, well, he knows that you did it. Exactly. Mm. So, um, you know, and if I get this case overturned, it's going on Facebook. It's going on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. There it's you going go. On. It should. It should It'd be something to be proud of. Right. So if if somebody wants to network with you or follow you or reach out for any reason, you know, where could, where could people find you who might see or listen to this? Facebook, Instagram, um, go to our, my firm's website. Uh, we post, you know, if we have something big, it goes on there. Um, and, and, uh, hopefully I'll have a commercial soon. Yeah, there uh, you go. You got a handle or an email or anything that people should, uh, look for? Sure. Uh, a fine at ekjlaw.com is my email. Instagram is just Search Aaron Fine, Facebook Aaron Fine. Uh, you, you know, it's there you go. All right, Aaron. Nice chat with you today. Have a good one. Always. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bronx Attorney Broadcast. Please like, review, and subscribe so we can help the channel continue to grow. And if you're interested in connecting with any of the guests, please let me know and I'd be happy to make the introduction.